You're listening to the Digitally Irresistible Podcast, where we cover the optimization of digital technologies and irresistible people. Brought to you by iCore. Each episode features someone who sheds a little more light on the ins and outs of delivering a great employee and customer experience that has a measurable impact on the business. And now, here's today's guest. Hey there, welcome to another episode of the Digitally Irresistible Podcast. I'm your host, Bernie Borges. Today's guest is Tona Holman. Welcome, Tona. Thank you, Bernie. Excited to be here. Excited to have you and excited to discuss a topic that we really haven't discussed on the podcast before, and that's really talking about the impact on call center agents when they're delivering support through an omni-channel model, using the omni-channel as like the primary or one of the primary modes of delivering support. So I want to get into that, but first, Tona, why don't you give us a little background on you and introduction and your current role at i Sure. Um, so my current role at ICOR is general manager and SVP of operations for the retail and residential services vertical. I started with ICOR 21 years ago um, as a supervisor, managing a team of agents um, that were doing customer service for a large media client. Um, over the years, I worked my way up. I became site director in a Charleston, South Carolina location. Um, and moved into my current role eight-ish years ago. Um, I'm based out of our North Charleston, South Carolina uh, location, um, but obviously oversee work that's done in all the geographies um, where we serve as customers. So Canada, Panama, Trinidad, the U.S., and of course the Philippines. Um, you still have business in India, but I do not currently have any business in India. Okay. Well, Tony, you've been with the company a long time. You you've seen a lot. You've um, your career has evolved quite a bit. So uh, let let's get into it. Let let's begin with putting a definition to what we mean by omni-channel support. Sure, I think you'll find any number of definitions, and, and different companies are going to define them slightly differently. Um, but in essence, it's uh, this notion that customers have all these different methodologies that they can use to contact the companies that they buy stuff from or they have services from. Um, the idea behind Omnichannel is obviously that you allow the customer to choose how they want to interact with you, um, which helps you improve your customer satisfaction even before the interaction has even started. Um, it provides a variety of mediums for customers to contact you. Um, each has their own pros and cons, but, but the bottom line is that it's a choice you give your customers um, as a way of being a more flexible partner with them or a more flexible company to do business with. Yeah. You know, we're all consumers, right? And, and we've all yeah. had to contact a company, credit card company, retail, whatever, and so uh, the word contact is very meaningful, right? Because we're not just talking about only calling. That's one method, but contacting a company through a variety of different channels, which is, as you say, Tona, that's what, what's meant by omni-channel support. So in terms of the impact on a contact center agent's job, what are some of the implications associated with supporting customers through the omni-channel? Sure. So I think the, the, there are two key things um, that are beneficial for the agents um, from an omnichannel perspective. 
Um, the first one is variety in the work that they get to do. Um, I think call center work can obviously be tedious and repetitive and having the ability to handle customers across different channels, although you're potentially solving the same types of problems, you're interacting with customers in different ways. Some of the non-voice channels can also be make your job easier in that you have the ability to, for example, send links to customers um, to help articles or links to orders that are lost or in transit. Um, and those are things you can't do on the voice channel. It also enhances the agent skill set. I think it makes them more versatile um, in terms of both written and spoken communication, which is something that they can use in their career, either here at ICOR or should they you know, move on to another company down the road. Yeah. What's the impact on training contact center agents across different channels? So the training, depending on the suite of training tools that, that's available, um, the training can honestly be the same, or shorter or longer. Um, it makes, again, the training probably more entertaining because you're teaching the agents um, some additional cool tools that resonate well with the age group that makes up the large percentage of call center agents. These are tools that they may have used already on their own individual devices, um, or tools that tools that are um, similar to things that they use on their own phones, for example. Okay, and given that you've been with iCore for more than twenty years. How have you seen the omni-channel evolve? Is it growing? Is that a bigger part of a contact center agent's role? Yes, it definitely is. I mean, 10 years ago, it was all voice. Um, and even relatively simple transactions were done via voice. You wanted to make a payment or check on the shipping status. That was still done via voice conversation. Those types of transactions rare, rarely done now via any kind of transactions. Those are typically pushed to self-service interactions um, using tools that are so good that it becomes the customer's preferred method. If I, with two clicks, can check on an order, no reason for me to wait on hold and wait for a call center agent, whether you know via voice or over a chat. Um, it has made the job more complex from the agent population. There are no easy contacts anymore because typically customers will have attempted some sort of self-service before they make it to the contact with the agent. That's exactly where I was going to go next, Tona. And that <laughs> is, what, what is the impact on the conversation? When, when an agent does get a call, what's the impact given that, as you just said a moment ago, the, the customer may have already made other attempts using other channels, and now they're on, on a phone conversation. So what's that impact? So with really good tools, um, there isn't too much of an impact on the agent, other obviously what I stated uh, before, which is the interaction is more complex. Um, but if the tool set is good enough to show the agent where the customer has already gone, in other words, they've attempted to make a payment in an IVR and the payment failed, or they have tried to track shipping on a, a gift that was mailed and, and the shipping tracking link failed. Then the agent can pick up right there and give the customer a sense of comfort that they know what's going on. 
Now, if you don't have that tool set and you start out by asking the customer how you can help them, whether voice or chat, that turns into a major customer irritant because they just spent several minutes of their valuable time using your self-service uh, tool set and the agent doesn't have that information. So now the customer is starting over, which is obviously a frustration for, for all of us. Yep. I've been there myself. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all have. Now, I know I asked you about training. So, you know, maybe I'm coming back to this um, sort of. And that is, you know, what, what kind of skills? Are the skills needed for omnichannel support different than just traditional phone support? They are. I mean, you are looking for a technically more savvy agent. You are looking for an agent that has both a the ability to write in you know, communication in writing as well as verbally, um, especially for our nearshore and offshore uh, locations. You are looking for potentially a, a different communication skill set, a higher level of mastery of, of English than you are if you're just looking for an agent who can do one or the other. So certainly the blending of the channels um, will require a more skilled agent and potentially more training um, for, for the agents, depending on their baseline when they first join your company. Yeah, and you said earlier that it can actually be more fun for them. Can you elaborate on that? What, what do you mean by that? Yeah, I mean, as much as work can be fun, right? Um, the job being repetitive in nature, having the ability to at least switch how you are interacting with the customer, right. um, it may also lend itself to different types of problems to solve if you are switching uh, between the different channels. Right. Okay. That makes sense. Uh, I'm sure along the way, uh, in the many years that you've been with i you've seen lots of examples of agents doing lots of very interesting and very special support activities. Is there an example that you might want to share that really pertains to this topic of omni-channel support that's just a cool story? Yeah, I think so. So we, um, I mean, we've had a number of these, but one of my favorites is, is one of our agents in Trinidad um, really going out of a way, helping a customer that she was working with over chat. Um, they had a gift for their child for her birthday um, and the shipping link was saying delivered and the gift was not there. So the agent worked with the seller, the company um, that made this to get a replacement item, get it overnighted at no cost so that this child would have their birthday gift the next day. You know, the interesting thing about dealing with, with retail clients um, is that often we're participating in some emotional activities in, our, in the consumer's life. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's gifts oftentimes or supplies for different events. Um, so when things don't arrive as planned, customers are upset and, and they're sort of looking to us to help them solve whatever dilemma they're in that day. Right. Yeah. That's a great story. That's a fantastic story. So I'm sure that agent was very fulfilled once that, that, uh, that gift was delivered on time. And I'm sure the customer was very happy as well. That's great. Thanks for sharing that story. You're welcome. Well, Tony, I only have one more question for you. And uh, that question is, when you are not working, what do you like to do for fun? 
What do I like to do for fun? Um, well, I used to, and I still do, but I used to really like college football. But because of the pandemic, I really haven't been able to go to any of the games. So I have uh, found a newfound love um, for outdoor yoga. Uh, so I do yoga outdoors uh, with a wonderful group of, of women a few times a week. Um, and I joined a running club um, to try to get my, my running back in gear. So outdoor activities um, have become, I think, a larger part of my life over this past one year plus that we've been dealing with this pandemic. Yeah, fantastic. You know, I also enjoy college football and uh, I enjoy watching game day on Saturday mornings, right? Yeah. Do you, you watch that show? Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Well, Tona, thank you so much for joining me on this episode of the Digitally Irresistible podcast to really discuss here a key topic on the impact of delivering support using the Omnichannel, the impact on contact center agents. Thank you so much, Tona. You are so welcome. I enjoyed it, Bernie. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Digitally Irresistible podcast, where we cover the optimization of digital technologies and irresistible people delivering a great employee and customer experience that has a measurable impact on the business. Brought to you by iCore. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast player so you don't miss future episodes.